little sunbonnets from the Sunshine State, Bunny, Bubbles, and Beulah. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Carousel Project. We are so glad you're here. We cannot wait to talk about today's topic, which is one of Epcot Adams' favorites. But first, we're going to introduce ourselves. As always, I'm Josie Maida, and you can find me on all socials at Josie Maida. And I am Kate Killebrew, and you can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew. And I'm Adam. You can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam. Yeah, you can. I feel like I have to say that every the week. The fact that I was mouthing, yeah, you can, when you said right. it, because I knew you were going to say, yeah, you can. There was yeah, one episode. Like we love like, consistency. Maybe like five or six episodes ago, there was one episode where you didn't say it, and I almost went into an old episode and took a yeah, you can Edited. and placed it in just to, just to make it work, but I, I let it go. He let it go. That was sweet of you. So today we are talking about drum roll. Adam, tell the people. Country bear MFN jamboree. <laughs> yeah, we are. And this is Adam's all-time favorite attraction. Ever. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Honestly. I really do enjoy the country bears just because they're very nostalgic. Um my stepdad loves the country bears too, which oh, I really? always think is like a very random thing. Yeah, he does. He really loves the country bears, which tell again, him to I be always... my friend. Please. <laughs> he will. He will be. Um, but yeah, I'm. He remembers them as a kid. That's Aww. why he loved them so much because he got to go to Disney in the seventies. He got to go to River Country. Shameless plug for our River Country yes. episode. Um, Voted best episode last last season. It, it was seriously. I love that. I still love that episode. So yeah, it was a very nostalgic ride for him, and I think it is attraction, attraction, <laughs> um, and I think it is for a lot of people. Yeah, well, I will say when I was um, working on research for this yesterday and I was talking to Kevin about the episode topic, he was very excited when he found out we were talking about Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, so, does Kevin, listen to, does Kevin, Kevin. listen to our podcast? He doesn't. Well, he does if he's in the car with me <laughs> and I'm listening to our podcast, but other than that, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I feel like he would listen to like a, a certain point of it and start guy. it over. Yeah. He's right. He would listen to the first yeah. five minutes. And if then we start had over. a video version <laughs> where he could see us talking about it, he'd probably watch he'd be the all first about 15 it. minutes of that and start it over. But I think maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe season four. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> perhaps not, considering I come to every episode recording looking like a troll. That's so true. Perhaps yeah. not. I look yeah. like. I look way worse than anybody normally. We actually, Kate and I both look cute tonight, actually. We yeah, look at like, you. We, we had a meeting this morning. <laughs> we had a meeting, and so I said, oh, I've got to brush my hair. Yeah, so, we only look cute because we had a meeting this I morning did. It's with so clients, true. and so we I, had no choice. Again, I went to bowling with Kevin today, and the people there were like, wow, you look really nice today. And in my head, I'm like, yep, I cannot keep coming looking like a toe because now they know <laughs> that I don't actually look like a toe if I try to brush my hair. So anyway, it's fine. Anyways, country bears. So, in normal podcast episode fashion, we are, of course, asking the question, but this one is double duty because it's the country bears. What are your favorite... MFing Jamboree. MFing Jamboree. Um, what are y'all's favorite country bear or bears, and what is your favorite song from the show? <sighs> Okay, I think we have to make Adam yeah, go Adam, last. Oh, Sorry, I was going to say, Here's, shouldn't Adam have to go first? I was going to say last because oh. I feel like he's the country bear 
you know, expert. So I feel like we should say Well, you say that, but I have some stories about (laughs) Disneyland. I found some stuff this dude had never found. Just because I'm going to the Winnie the Pooh shop or the Hungry Bear restaurant bathroom. (laughs) Well, that's your prerogative. Anyways. Okay, so wait. Keep that shit to yourself, Adam. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Explicit. Yeah, well. (laughs) Dang it. Did did we get five minutes in without it being explicit? Our last episode was clean. Yeah. No. When I did yeah. the yeah, when Winnie I did the, the show clean. notes, it was clean. Yep. I'm welcome, clean. everyone. <laughs> yep. But That's the funny thing is it's never it. anybody but me. It's never Kate or Adam who no. are the ones. <laughs> Once you curse, I'll curse after that, but I'm a little bit of a little you'll curse by saying crap. Yeah. <laughs> That's your version of cursing. Maybe on the podcast, but not in real life. <laughs> Anyways. So Josie's starting. Okay. Um, I'm going to say my favorite bear is the one that comes down from the ceiling because she is just that bitch. Teddy bear. Um, <laughs> because because <laughs> she is, she just is. All of the she guys are like see staring that you at like her. teddy bear. I feel like that's even that's the moose. Brand. Even the mooses on the wall are like, yeah, that's Melvin? not a moose, but yep. sexy. So I would def- I definitely think she's my favorite because she is that's just not a moose, but sexy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dang. They all think she's cute, so I'm going to go with that. And then my favorite song. What does she sing? Oh. I wish she sang I'm Sexy and I Know It. They updated. (laughs) (laughs) She sings that song. Can you imagine? Heart. We Heart, we did all that we could. Oh, no, I don't like that. That, She is that beep. She is that beep, but. (laughs) Biatch. She is that biatch, but her song she is says, like... She says, y'all come up and see me sometime. Yeah, that's so sexual. Yeah, Every and then... Every time she does that, I'm Henry like, goes, oh. As soon as I so find a ladder, I'll be right up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. Um, it's like, are, are these bears going up there to bang or what? <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Um, so she's my favorite, but like her song, like she has that bitch attitude, but her song does not. Like no. she's like crying about a man. Like, honey, That's no. True. Well, That's actually, true. All, the, all of the women all are. The women, all yeah. the women. Yeah. bears are. Right. Trixie, too. Yeah. Trixie, she's got tears in her wine, you know. <laughs> and the, the sunbonnets. The sunbonnets. The they're on, chasing down. men. They're yeah. turned down. Anyways. So I wish the sexy one at least sang a song about like how sexy and great she was, not how much she loved a man. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I have like a favorite song. I like all of them, except I hate at the end when they all play together. Really? My head wants to explode. When oh, they all the play together, you don't all, like, oh my God. You don't like that? No. Girl. No, I do not. Well, my all of them are playing the same like song except for Big Al. Big Al's just singing yeah. his song in the background. Yeah, they're all singing oh, the same I, song. No. My yep. brain cannot take it. Oh. My brain cannot. That is wow. my least favorite. Wow. I don't know if I have a favorite. Shock song. Shocking. Okay, I'm so sorry. now I have to go? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, my favorite, this is tough for me because there's an obvious, there's a few obvious choices <laughs> of my favorite bear. Um but I, I, I know which one's your favorite. I have a guess which in my one's mind. My favorite? But I, I know. Well, I'm not going to say it until oh. you say it because then I don't want to sway your choice. Well, I, I feel like everyone's expecting me to say that Boop Boop is my favorite bear. Um, <laughs> which, yep. if you don't know who Boop Boop is, he is the baby bear that has his own Oscar. bear. Oscar. Yes, Oscar is his formal name. Um, for his close friends, we call him Boop Boop. Um, he's the one, he's the one that has the teddy bear that goes boop, boop. And, um, he actually features 
Adam and I in the shows that we frequent. He lets us say boop boop <laughs> with the bear. Anyways. It's so, true. And we are on his close friends list. And that's yeah. where he goes by Oscar. <laughs> so, so Oscar is obviously first. But um, Big Al, he, he's got my heart too. So favorite song. I sing to all of them. But my favorites are my favorite experience with the audience is always all the guys who turn me on turn me down because the laughter of people who have never experienced the show is amazing also i like that they put the lyrics on the screen so literally everyone can enjoy and sing along yeah but nothing beats blood on the saddle so blood (laughs) on the saddle is my favorite song wow thank you for coming to my all all great choices ted e bear talk my teddy bear (laughs) talk anyways all right i'm done Adam. Oh, oh, Bring I, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin. You can't I even mean, pick a favorite bear. Probably. No, no. I mean, we've got Henry like Gomer, the five bear rugs, shaker, liver lips, or a favorite country bear shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, jeez, I'm very I don't excited know. to hear this answer because I agree with Kate. It is yeah. like asking him to pick his right. favorite child. No, th- this is this is. This, this is, is very it. tough. This is the hardest question I've ever been asked in my life. Yeah. Um, I He's like like Kate serious. said. I think my favorite my favorite song while being in the theater is "All the Guys That Turn Me On Turn Me Down," and I love absolutely love the Sunbonnets. They are amazing. Yeah. Um, Icons. We're actually the three Sunbonnets. <laughs> we are. And, and <laughs> <laughs> wait, who's who's Bunny? Who's Bubbles? And who's Beulah? Um. I'll be Beulah. <laughs> okay, I feel like... I'll be Bunny. Okay, I was going to say I'll be Bubbles. Perfect. I Perfect. knew you were going to. There we go. Okay, All right. okay got it. Well, um, changing, na- changing contacts in the phone immediately after this. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I love the intro song with the five bear rugs is amazing. That's just like basically the country bear theme song. It's mm-hmm. um, a good one. It, Contrary to Josie, I love the last song. I think it's Mm-mm. amazing. And it's big bear energy for sure. Right. It really is. <laughs> and and to be honest, that's what I need sometimes. It makes um, my head literally want to explode. <laughs> but I also, uh, uh, a secret banger is Liver Lips. Um, he, he's just oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. At the end when he breaks it down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just, there's so many good choices, but. I, I guess my favorite overall is the sunbonnets. Well, there you have it, And, of course, it, boop, boop, because we're close friends. Boop, boop. <laughs> boop, boop. I'm sitting here with my duffy bear because it's the closest. They should make stuffed animals of the country bears. They have them. They have, have them some. in Tokyo, I, them. I think. I think Tokyo well, has Well, in America. Them. Yeah. Well, yep. Tokyo, Tokyo has everything, obviously. Stuff. Yeah. They made wishables, and those kept selling out. Um, Adam, yep. you ended up with all of them, correct? Yeah, I have all of them, and I have a good amount of the Tokyo um, keychain like, ones. I have, like, two teddy bears, two Oscars, and two uh How Henry's. cute would Duffy and Friends wishables be? They would be so. Oh man! Oh, if they it made would be an Olu over for my wallet. Oh yeah, Olu. <laughs> I need. It. I need it. It's gonna happen. Did you see the new, or the new Nubios. princess wishables? No, I did wishables. I'm pretty good about not getting wishables because yeah. you know my Sum Sum addiction. I think that's how Adam and I became friends. Yes, was my Sum Sum addiction. Yeah, <laughs> I still have um, mine sitting in the shelf that I never. Seriously, <laughs> right? And then, but my wishables, I've been really good. Oh, and yep. this Epcot one. 
was a great purchase because now on eBay they're going for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, Dang. The, that whole set, the the castles, you know, Spaceship Earth, all of them are going for so much money. I wish I had bought the whole set because I had fifty percent off at the time when I was a Dang. cast member. Yep. I literally the morning that they opened, I just walked over from my desk at Epcot. And I had my pick. I could have had all mm-hmm. of them. And I was like, no, you don't need all of them. Just get Epcot. But now I wish I did. No, I probably wouldn't have sold them. But, like, I'm happy with my Epcot one, of though. Of course. My Spaceship yeah. Earth. There, some of the Disney merch all goes for crazy numbers. Like, I have that Sleeping Beauty um, Castle Loungefly that I just walked in and got at Disneyland. And apparently now it's going for, like, $1,200. And I'm like, why? It's just I didn't know that. Sleeping I will never forgive them for how unprepared they were for the Epcot cookie jar because I tried to get one so many times. They would just sell out because people would just buy all of them. They they never had enough. Like I swear, they that we saw a post that they were in Disney Springs and we literally got in our car and went over there. And by the time we got there, they were gone. That's. And I don't understand why they had them in stock for such a... Yeah, it was... Because they stocked the castle online. But they're like... Those are like $300 on... Yeah. On eBay. One day, when I have a home, hopefully the longing for them will go down and someone will just want to get rid of it and sell it and I'll be able to buy it because I would really love one for a home one day. Same. I need that jar. I wanted I wanted that one and then I wanted the castle but I kind of like the older castle ones better like the older Disney like anyways yeah. down the yeah. rabbit hole I wasn't as interested in the yeah yeah well down the, Ep- the rabbit well, hole for the sure the Epcot one was like number one obviously obviously but you know I would not mind a pale blue you know uh one of those older Disneyland cookie jars. I feel like that would fit well in my future office. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, where where's the Country Bear Hall cookie jar? Come on, Seriously. Disney. That would be Missed cute. That would be really cute. Yeah. Seriously. They, they made the ornament cute. a couple yes. years ago that's like Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, yes. the ornaments is, were so cute. Yeah. If they did yeah. all those as cookie jars, a Haunted Mansion cookie jar. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. I'd buy them all. We're giving the ideas away. Anyways. <laughs> I also told them, okay, this is the last thing and then we'll get on on target, I promise, because I hate when podcasts go so off that you're like, this is not what I wanted to listen to. But when I worked at Epcot, I gave one of the merchandise people we worked with the idea that I told them they should make, you know how number necklaces, like necklaces with like numbers and years on them are super popular. And I I think that trend has lasted. I feel like they're still popular. I told them they should make them in the the years that the in the years that the parks opened Mm -hmm. and have each one be in like the font for the park i was like those would sell like crazy right wouldn't that be amazing if there's any small shop out there that wants to make those all i ask is that you give me a set i don't care if you take the idea me too give me give me a set please (laughs) (laughs) okay so jumping into the topic at hand we're talking about the Country Bears, which the first Country Bears opened at Walt Disney World on October 1st, 1971. Opening but the day, Country baby. Bears also, they actually started way before that. Right, Kate? Yes. Um, the concept for Country Bear, the Country Bear Jamboree um, was originally created for a ski resort idea that Walt Disney had in the 60s. Um, mm-hmm. He wanted to open a ski resort in Mineral King Valley, and um, basically he wanted to provide, in addition to, you know, skiing activities and nature and all that, he also wanted to entertain the guests 
with a musical variety show featuring wildlife that may be found around the resort. And so um, he assigned this concept to Mark Davis and Albertino, who ends up being an important part of this story. <laughs> um, and they came up with a number of bear musical acts, you know, different types of musical bands that could consist of, you know, bears. And um, one day, Mark Davis was working on the concept art for the group that they decided to go with and Walt walked in and he saw, he saw the, the drawings of the bears and he laughed and he just loved the concept. But um, when he left, he told Mark Davis goodbye, which he normally never said. And it turns out this would be the last time that Mark Davis would see Walt because he would, he would pass away a few days later. Wow. Um, so this was one of the last, they, they always say this was one of the last projects that Walt truly brought Walt like joy and happiness that he was really excited about because it, um, he saw the, the drawings and the concepts for it, you know, just a few days before he passed. Um, I know for me personally, I never really knew about that until probably three years ago. So I think that kind of explains at least for big Disney history people, that explains part of the impact behind this opening day show still being around at Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah. Right. So after Walt passed, they still were planning to make this ski resort happen and still have what they were going to call the Bear Band Restaurant Show happen at the resort as well. But environmental concerns ended up causing the resort idea to be blocked from development and um, the Bears basically were shelved until magic kingdom and and for those who don't know mineral king valley is in central california it's mm -hmm. like the southern part of uh, sequoia national yes. park yes. um yep it's it's near it's close to this really pretty place called three rivers where um one of my best friends paul got married a few years back and it is just so pretty and so amazing and in the winter they get tons of snow and it would have been so cool to have like a disney themed resort yeah in the middle of those mountains with my bears playing with my bears playing i also my think bears. it's crazy because so in 1965 in february mm -hmm. of 1965 was the day i saw the forest service issued you know something asking for proposals mm -hmm. for that part of the forest and i guess six proposals went in and then they announced in december of 1965 um that the Walt Disney Company won the proposal um, and that it was projected to make $600 million in the first decade of opening. So Jeez. I always wonder, like, to this day, there's nothing there. Like, of yeah. course, there's something there. There's that part of the park. And right. um, to get to it, apparently, it's only like foot trail or like a really difficult drive. Mm -hmm. um, but there's nothing there, which is crazy because they put out the request yeah you know what I mean like it's not like Walt just came in and was like I want to oh do I this. love this area yeah. I want to do this yeah they were answering for a need that was put out by the park system so I'm shocked that all these years later like why didn't they go with anyone else if the ski resort was blocked like why didn't they just I, I don't know it seems very strange like why did you guys odd. ask for right i know that, that so it's crazy that, that still nothing is there yeah i know that it was you know initially environmental concerns but you would think like you said decades later by now they would have figured those concerns out or yeah. put mm -hmm. something there um, especially again because it was something they were looking for yeah exactly exactly and um 
I did read that, uh, you know, Walt and his team, they got to present on the ski resort idea before he passed. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he did get to present on it. And I, I guess it was... Uh, I think there are pictures of him online so, of him yeah. there. But, um, but yeah, so even though it was an opening day attraction in Magic Kingdom, the concept was not originally for the parks, but for a ski resort. And it's really cool that they ended up loving it so much and, like, keeping something alive that Walt had liked, putting mm-hmm. it into the Magic Kingdom. Like, that's so cool that we were able to see it because a lot of times projects like that just go away forever. Well, and that's why, um, you know, so many aspects of the show, they mention Florida because they ended, whenever they ended up deciding it was going to go into Magic Kingdom, that's why they say, you know, Trixie's a special treat out of Tampa or whatever. And then the Sunshine sunbonnets from the sunshine state State, you know so that was their way of tying in florida um to the show but yeah it was an opening day e-ticket attraction um yes they as it should be they couldn't you know they they kept the theaters filled because everybody wanted to go see it we talked about this in the fast pass episode since Mm -hmm. it was marked as an e-ticket attraction everybody was like oh i've got to see this show Mm-hmm. Which is why when they would bring it to Disneyland, they did the double theater thinking they would need that kind of capacity. Um, Which cursed it, of course. Yes. So Yeah, because it's so funny because once that yeah. e-ticket was gone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I forget. I think it was, I don't know who made the video, but when I was doing my research for the Fast Pass mm-hmm. episode, someone had said basically that, like, there were a lot of attractions that it's not that the Country Bears weren't good. But there was another show similar that had like Mickey and his friends and Country Bears was like an e-ticket. And then the one with Mickey and his friends was like, yeah, yeah, it was like Mm -hmm. the bottom tier or something like that. And so Country Bears was more popular just because people assumed like, oh, if it's an e-ticket, it must be be one of the best. Exactly. Because they they had heard of the system from Disneyland. So they Mm -hmm. really valued something saying e-ticket. And you and know, of course, it, even if you had never even heard of the other parks, like yeah, it was in the category was, with yeah, all the big valuable. rides. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the positive feedback from the Magic Kingdom version led for it to be built um, at Disneyland Resort. And um, I found I found um, a piece that was written about it, talking about it in I think early 1972, like uh, saying that they were going to be bringing it to the the happiest place on earth like they were talking about like how great the show was in Walt Disney World and that it was going to be brought to Disneyland um so the Disneyland Resort version opened March 4th 1972 and um closed September 9th 2001 but like we said they did a double theater so and they actually built a whole created a whole land around the show in Disneyland because before this um, there was the area was Indian village, correct um, Adam. And then they removed it to create what would become bear country. Mm -hmm. Um, So while the one in magic kingdom, you know, seemed to run fine along, you know, the whole time, the version in Disneyland suffered because it had this double theater situation. So it, Mm -hmm. it was able to, you know, run capacity for people that it wasn't even seeing. Um, so when it got to be the 90s after Splash Mountain had just opened and they had changed that area to Critter Country, um, they kind of started having rumbles about replacing the attraction because it just wasn't popular enough 
for that high traffic area of Splash Mountain. So this is something that I learned about while I was researching. Have you guys heard of the Critter Country 500? No. So they apparently the Imagineers were in an attempt to try and save the bears to still work them into the area. They created a concept for an attraction called Critter Country 500. And the idea was basically (laughs) going to be a dark ride in Critter Country where it was like a soapbox derby race themed around the country bears. So basically, you would be racing the country bears in these like really crazy outlandish vehicles that they created and they were going to reuse the animatronics from the attraction to like save money and you were going to have henry as the announcer with sammy on his head um they have they actually have like some concept art that somebody drew up yeah i've Um, seen that yeah so i'm gonna make sure we include that but um i thought it was funny like the mic that henry was talking on said esbn which is funny (laughs) since they ended up owning ESPN around that time. Right. Um, And, you know, I I just think it's sweet that they made this last effort to try and still keep the country bears bears in the park. For Adam specifically. um, With this big big piece of land. But then, you know, this big building. But, of course, it ended up getting scrapped for a smaller and less exciting version of The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's it's so weird how like you know how different the areas are that the Country Bears attraction was in Disneyland and is currently in Walt Disney World yeah because in Disneyland up until Splash Mountain opened in eighty nine I believe that part of I it's a dead end part of the park already but that was all that was over there Mm -hmm. so there was no foot traffic going that way unless you were specifically going to country bear jamboree but in you know in magic kingdom Um, excuse me country jam mfn (laughs) you what what she said um um, yeah in in walt disney world you know it's just on the main main dragon frontier Mm -hmm. land that's a good point and, you know, it gets tons of foot traffic regardless of where you're going. If you're, you know, walking from Pirates to Haunted Mansion or, you know, anywhere yeah. in that area. I, park, love how right popular, I love how popular they are in Tokyo. I know. So the one in Tokyo oh, Disneyland know. opened April 15th, 1983, mm-hmm. which I always forget that Tokyo is open that long. I always feel right? like it's a new park, I guess, just because I've never been. Yeah. I always forget that it is like a, a pretty, like an older park. Um, but yeah, I love how popular it is there. Like I've seen their ticket system. Like I think they get like tickets out of like a vending machine or something. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I love that they, well, you know, the concept of the, of Tokyo Disneyland in general was just so interesting, like how they just wanted, you know, to kind of pick and choose the best of the best from both Disneyland and Disney world. And then they also gave the Imagineers such, you know, room for creativity to create these awesome other attractions so yeah i think it's very interesting like that that attraction and then you know the mickey mouse review that was over there for decades i think yeah Um, they moved they they took it right yeah they moved that over from magic kingdom and that one did very well over there so um yeah i mean it's probably i mean it's arguable it's arguable this year since it's the 50th but i would say it's probably the most popular in tokyo disneyland out of yes. the two locations mm-hmm. um especially based on all the merchandise that they do so um, what you guys are saying is i should probably just 
cut my losses in the states and move to Tokyo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, and then we to, can come and be, visit you. To be with so my that's people. a win-win. Totally. Okay, win-win-win. But I will say, um, stepping back to Disneyland for just a second, um, I will say I thought that it was interesting that I noticed the nomenclature of the attraction actually changed in 1986 from Country mm. Bear Jamboree to Country Bear Playhouse. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the name that it would close with in 2001. And the reasoning for that was that was around the time that they started adding the seasonal overlays. Um, which sounded so cool. Particularly, it was the year that they added the Country Bear Vacation Hoedown because they had done the Country Bear Christmas special two years prior in 1984. But I think their their idea um, for switching from Country Bear Jamboree to just the Country Bear Playhouse was that they would hopefully in the future incorporate other versions of the attraction that would continue to rotate out um, in addition Do you imagine to... that just like what they did to um you know how the tiki room they added uh oh, they under added new management yes. do you imagine they yes. do you imagine they did that to country bears but with like bear in the big blue house oh my gosh <laughs> that would be very interesting and what <laughs> about funny. as josie was saying what about duffy takes over the country bear jamboree oh that would seriously be cool. there du are many disney bears take, take that would have been up jamboree. that would have been up to the challenge yep so um the only other thing I noticed about Magic Kingdom was that um, it had an, an important extended closure in August of 2012 until about mid-October of 2012 because they cut down the show at that point um, to be the version we see now. They took out the song Pretty Little Devilish Mary and Fractured Folk Song, and I think they said they took out quite a bit of just like the banter back and forth. Um so that's the version we currently have today. But, I mean, it's still open. Um, I think it's been getting a lot more traffic in Magic Kingdom this year. Yeah. The 50th. Um, so I'm happy that people are, you know, taking that time to go see this opening day attraction that's still here. Right. I mean, I'd say as a as a country bear connoisseur who sees it, you know, a minimum of, of 10 times per trip, I'd yeah. say the last three or four years, it's been picking up in popularity just, it has. you know, on a daily basis. Yeah, like, it's always you, it, obviously, I feel like I definitely see more people going. Right. Because there, there were times like years ago, especially like during, during like the extra magic hours where I'd go and just sit in there for like an hour and there'd be times where I'd be like the only person in there. <laughs> and... Is Adam okay? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Or yes, because that's where I, that's the, the place, bury me there, honestly, like bury me in Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> so I mentioned Albertino a while back when we were talking, he was one of the two Imagineers put on this project. And the reason I said he's important is because um, the bear Big Al is actually based on him. Um, if you look up a picture oh, of this Imagineer, so you mm -hmm. can see it for sure. Um, but I thought I would share a little bit about him because one of these facts I think Josie will be excited about. So, um, Ooh, I'm, I'm excited already. If you think I'll be excited, then yes. I'm excited. So Al, um, Albertino started working for the Walt Disney company in 1935. Um, like I said, Big Al was modeled after him. Some of the projects he was a part of included, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Haunted Mansion, um, Country Bear Jamboree and America Sings. 
this is not really important to Ooh. anybody but me, but he was actually born on July 15th, so that's the day after oh. my birthday, so a great the, week. Sorry, the day after great. Bastille Day. Yeah, the day after Bastille Day. It's a great day to be born. <laughs> but the last fact that I have about Albertino is going to be – I thought it was cool. So he was also the creator of Monster Plantation at Six Flags Over Georgia, which, <gasps> yes. So, yes. And Josie and I have talked about Monster Plantation, not on the podcast as far as I know, but, like, it's something we definitely want to cover in the future. We're just psychos. So for those who don't know, it's basically, like, a knockoff of Haunted Mansion, but, like, monster-themed, and, like, it's kind of but crazy. But in, like, water in the, It's, ride. like, very weird. Anyway, so it tracks that he worked on Haunted Mansion and then also created Monster Plantation at Six Flags Over He was Georgia. like, you know what? Copy-paste. Yeah. Copy-paste. For Six Flags gets money. the job done. <laughs> Um, also, Thurl Ravencroft is a Ravenscroft. voice of Ravenscroft. Yeah. Ravenscroft. Thanks, guys. I never say anyone's name right, so <laughs> it, it tracks. Um, so he was the voice of Buff the Buffalo, and he is um, also in other attractions like the Haunted Mansion, yep. Pirates of the Caribbean, and the Enchanted Tiki Room. And then also, the show's host Henry is voiced by Peter Renaday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Peter I get Renaday. a last name right? Uh-huh. Um. And so he can be heard inside of the Hall of Presidents. Yes. And he was also featured in other attractions like Snow White's Scary Adventures and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Shameless plug for our 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea episode, Captain Nemo's oh, wow. Daddy. And Ravenscroft <laughs> is the voice of Tony the Tiger. Yes. Yeah. We talked oh, about him on a, on a season yes. two episode. And I remember I heard, listening yeah, off he's a, a lot of stuff. He's the voice of a lot of stuff. Tony yeah. the Tiger. No, he's now amazing. I, love Fro- I loved Frosted Flakes. Okay. This is going to be really off topic. Okay. Let's but go. But I feel like the story needs to be shared it is Talk one of my me. most i don't Let's know about do embarrassing it. moments but like dumbest so <laughs> in new jersey the milk that's two percent has a purple cap right okay okay so we stayed with my grandma for a few days one summer in ohio and i had a bowl of frosted flakes because she always had them at her house it always makes me think of her when i eat frosted flakes when i was growing up she had a tony the tiger like silver spoon that i loved anyway um i'm eating this Frosted Flake cereal with the 2% milk, right? Had a purple cap. And I'm like, this is the best damn 2% milk I've ever had in my life. Like, I'm picking up the bowl and drinking it. I'm like, this is delicious. Like, this is so good, right? I I pour some more. I have a second bowl. And I'm drinking the milk, okay? I'm not, like, just eating the cereal and getting a little bit of milk. I am drinking it. I'm like, this is so... I'm like, this is so delicious. Like, how is their 2% milk so delicious? (sighs) It was heavy cream. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. I was probably in, like, sixth or seventh grade at the time. But I drank, like, two full bowls. (laughs) I drank, like, two full bowls of heavy cream. My dumb ass was sitting there the whole time. Like, how is this so rich? How is this... Watery milk too, yeah. right? Because I'm I'm a whole milk gal myself. So when I have two percent or skim milk, I'm like, what is this watery milk happening? That's funny. That's really funny. So Josie, now that you're an adult and you can make your own food decisions, do you put heavy cream <laughs> in your frosted flakes? I had no clue. Like I didn't realize until I put the milk back in the fridge that, or like went back to the fridge that it was heavy cream. That's funny. Um, so 
Also, no. Frosted Flakes are the superior cereal, and I will They're fight so anyone good. on and that. And you know what the thing is? Everybody who knows me knows that, like, I love, like, sh- sugary everything. I have such a sweet tooth. I love, like, artificial cotton candy flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't like sugary cereals. I like Captain Crunch. I like, not Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is okay. But I like Frosted Flakes because, like, even though they have that light, like, it's not too sugary. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like Frosted Flakes. I like, um. I'm that weirdo that likes Corn Flakes over Frosted Flakes. I, I literally like, my favorite cereal is, like, Rice Krispies. Like the just the plain like rice and mm. then um, Cheerios. Those are like my fa- and not yeah. even like a flavored like oh, cheer. I, and favorite? I don't like fruity cereal. My favorites are this one called Crispix. Yes, I love Crispix. And then yeah, I like regular Corn Flakes and I also like Honey Nut Cheerios. But oh, sometimes, sometimes they're too sweet. If I'm feeling crazy, I'll get. Reese's Puffs or yes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I actually like Cinnamon Toast Crunch dry as like a snack in a bag. Yeah, I like Cinnamon Toast yeah. Crunch. I like Reese's Puffs. Mm-hmm. I like you know anything chocolate cereal is yeah. fine, but I don't like like Fruity Pebbles. Fruit no, Loops I can't tricks, do any of those. Which mm-hmm. people would think I would Nick love that, but those. I just don't. Right, I don't, my dad loves yeah. it. I think it's disgusting. The fruity flavored ones are weird for me. Yeah. I Nasty. also love Lucky Charms, but only the marshmallow portion. The cereal is See, trash, I don't mind. Lucky Charms trash. is okay, but it's not my top. Yeah. And I actually like the cereal part better. Yeah. Actually, I, I have a bag of just the marshmallows right here. Oh, my dad loves that. We bought the Lucky Charms hot chocolate this year. Aww. Did you see that? Ooh. I have some, Adam, if you want some. Okay, let's um, do it. My, I remember, too, an unexpectedly sugary cereal is Raisin Bran. Mm, I've like never because tried the it. raisins are all covered nope, in sugar so when person. i used to work i don't like raisins but when i used to work at um a summer camp they provided the food and some mornings the breakfast would be like eggs and toast and some mornings it'd be cereal and oatmeal mm. whatever but on the mornings when the kids had cereal they would be absolute psychos and we didn't carry like traditionally sugary cereals and then one day i read the raisin bran and i was like holy crap like this is oh, a sugar no. bomb That's wild <laughs> Because they cover all the little raisins in sugar. Dang. Yeah. I, was I wouldn't like, have thought. Really... Seriously. So anyway, we have gone on so many tirades in this episode. <laughs> How did we get to cereal? Oh, Tony the Tiger's yeah. voice. Yeah. So that's really cool. He yep. voiced a ton of things. I think he also voiced something in Winnie the Pooh, or am I making that up? Or the Jungle yes. Book? Maybe the yeah. Jungle Book? Yeah. He's he been is... a voice for a few things. Yeah. I just For like everything, right? Yes, he is. Okay, here we go. He is Sher Khan in the Jungle Book, which makes sense because yes. he has that deep, mm-hmm. booming voice. Yeah. Um, he's the voice of the train conductor on the Disneyland Railroad. Oh, which yeah. is crazy. I love that. Um, he does the voice on the Mark Twain Mark Twain Riverboat at Disneyland as well. That's um, pretty cool. Dang, they had him on I'm retainer. To see what else there is? <laughs> <laughs> they said we need a voice. Yeah. Come on in here. <laughs> He apparently was the voice of Jeffrey the giraffe from Toys R Us. Dang. Um, so Jeffrey yeah, Jeffrey the giraffe. That's pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah, honestly. So he's done a lot. A lot of, of stuff. voice work. A lot of voice and work. He, unfortunately, he passed away in two thousand five. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, and he was the sing. He sang "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," which <gasps> makes sense too, because wow. listening to that deep voice, yeah, it make it totally makes sense. Damn. Wow. What an icon. That's crazy. Absolute Seriously. Icon. Adding him to the list of people I wish I could meet, if I could meet anyone, you know, dead or alive. 
That would be... Seriously. He was also the voice of Monstro the Whale in Pinocchio. Did Monstro talk? I don't know. Did he just make whale sounds? (laughs) I think he just made whale sounds. Regardless, (laughs) he cashed that check. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) And you would do a two-for-a check. I would do a two-for-a check, yeah. Um... I figured we could talk a little bit about some of the sponsors of Country Bear Jamboree. Yes, I was going to say, the wasn't year? there a time where McDonald's almost? I don't know about McDonald's, but when Magic Kingdom opened, PepsiCo Inc., which <gasps> was the combination of Pepsi and Frito-Lay when they merged in 1965, they sponsored Country Bear Jamboree when it opened. Um, and then... At Disneyland, when it when it opened, it was not sponsored by Pepsi, but the show still referenced Pepsi's slogan at the time, um, which I, I found funny. Maybe, well, it was probably because it was the exact same show on both coasts, but also mm-hmm. maybe because they were hoping they would get the sponsorship from them eventually. Um, and then in 1975, Wonder Bread began sponsoring the bear country area including the hungry bear restaurant for 15 years so that was i think that was the last sponsorship because i don't think i don't believe uh the version of magic kingdom has a sponsor currently Um, or hasn't anytime recently um um what was i gonna say i want a country bears restaurant and don't they have that in tokyo am i making that up i don't think they do um I don't. I don't think they do. I, I will say, Josie, the name Hungry Bear Restaurant makes you think like it's gonna be delicious home cooking food or yeah. something. It's not. It's like burgers nope. and it's just basically like quick service food. But you like when I was there a few months ago, I was like, oh, what do they have here? And I looked at the menu. It was it was nothing. I, I just wanted it to all be like home cooked. You know, I don't know. It just right. The, it, the name, it just. It's more or less misleading. just standard Disney yeah, just quick standard service. food. Nothing yes. special about it. But, um, but yeah, so Pepsi Cola's uh, slogan from 1969 to 1973 was, you've got a lot to live, Pepsi's got a lot to give. So at that time, Henry would announce, just refrain from hibernating, we, we'll get... Um, we'll all enjoy the show because we've got a lot to give. And that was like in reference to the slogan because they were sponsored by the magic kingdom version version was sponsored, but not Disneyland resort. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that. Um, but if you are in Disneyland, there are still a few references to country bear jamboree outside of just the teddy bear, um, you know, where the swing contraption used to be and outside of seeing the heads on the wall after you go through. Max Buff and Melvin. Yes. Max Buff and Melvin outside of that. If you go to the Hungry Bear restroom area, which is on the lower level of the which restaurant, which is on the lower level of the restaurant, if you go over there above each of the bathrooms, they actually have like these really cute painted signs that are all labeled like Trixie's powder room is like the girls, and then the guys is like Gomer's, Gomer's den Lounge? or something, Gomer's yeah, gut, something gentleman's like lair or something, and then yeah. Um, isn't it the? I think the sun. The family bathroom. The family one. Yes. So yes. I we found that in September when we were there. So I thought that was funny. This attraction's been closed for over twenty years, and they have not changed out the bathroom signs to be some other theme. They're still technically country bear themed. So, anyways. I love it. That's that. As they should be. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think that's I it. I think think that covers it. 
What do you think, Mr. Country Bear Jamboree? Mr. Country Bear. <laughs> Please refer to me by the formal Mr. Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> should I change? Should I no longer be Epcot Adam? Should I just be Mr. Country Bear Jamboree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we could talk about how the, the fact that they made a movie. Oh, you're right. That's oh the one God. thing. That's the one thing I forgot to mention. The weird I thing have about a big that plush from the movie. The weird thing about you that do, is that this right film now. they didn't. Why didn't they hold out on the attraction for another year or two? Because the movie literally came out a year after the attraction closed. It closed in 2001. The movie came out in 2002. Okay, Why? hang on. I'm going to get my Big Al plush. I will be right back. Okay, so Josie, have you seen the Country Bear movie? I haven't. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, girl. Yes, I have. I need girl to used see to it. As a kid, I absolutely I saw the it. preview. I saw the preview a ton because it was always on the VHSs. But yes, I remember watching it as a kid and loving it, thinking it was a cinematic masterpiece, which I know now that it's not, but um, I Yeah, I, loved it. I didn't get to, I never saw it, I guess because it came out at a time when we didn't buy that VHS or dvd or whatever but i i don't know why i still haven't seen it on disney plus yet that's just on, that's on me yeah here i am about to forget about the movie that was the one thing i didn't write down because i was like oh seriously we're surely gonna talk about it <laughs> my mind kind of like Blanked. i feel like tries to blank on it yeah, yeah that's what happened to me well i was looking on one of the websites and apparently the golden girls episodes the Golden Girls episode, Hey, Look Me Over, they're referenced, like, the, so I need us to watch that episode. Apparently, country bears are referenced in that episode, but we'll see. I wish, yeah, and it makes sense, because they should have done more Disney references. Yeah, truly. Honestly. Truly. Country Bear, what do you think of the Country Bear movie? I know you have the plush, so you must have I liked do. it. Like, do you remember liking it as a kid? Oh, I, I saw it opening week. Well, first of all, unfortunately, <laughs> I was not a kid when this movie came out. I was almost 17. Because <laughs> I'm old That's still AF. a kid. Um, That's still a kid. Right. But, no, I saw it in theaters. I remember I went with a big group of friends. We went to see it. And Aww. we remember thinking, what the actual F is this movie? But also the fact that it was Country Bears on the big screen is just crazy to me. Um, <laughs> well, especially since the attraction had just closed. It was probably so right? raw for y'all. Yep. Right. Because I it closed in 2001. And my first trip to Walt Disney World was 2011. So I went 10 years without Country Bears in my life. So basically, this movie was all I had. Ten years without country bears <laughs> in my life. He calls those Meanwhile, the dark years. I hadn't seen so right. dramatic. years before Until the me. day that me and Adam hung out while We're you We're forced to, to hang out by Josie <laughs> against our will. <laughs> Seriously, neither of them wanted to hang out. We and I was nope. like, just hang out with each other. We're like, nope. Kate I brought, brought her laptop. laptop. I brought my laptop. I rode Space Mountain with my laptop on it in my bag. <laughs> Working at Magic Kingdom was more appealing Desirable than, hanging out, than hanging out with a new friend. I was like, you guys are going to be friends. You're, you're going to like each other if you just give it a chance. And we said, we do not believe a word you're saying. But, yeah. we, you know, at, we at breakfast that morning, we talked about our girl, Callie Stacy, R.I.P. Yep, R.I.P. Um, and here we are. But... Yeah, also the the first thing I watched when Disney Plus came out November of 2019, I believe. The first mm -hmm. thing I watched on there was the Country Bear movie. Okay, so it was played. there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh you yeah. were saying yep, while you were there. gone, she was saying she thought it may have just recently been added. Because oh, I was no, saying was I still there. haven't seen it. 
Yep. It was okay, the first well, thing I watched. Okay, well, then it is embarrassing that I haven't watched it yet. So, it's I no, we're going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> embarrassing. Well, um, Adam, do you have any, like, rapid facts about the country bears that we didn't cover that you feel Anything people need missed? to know? Something? Gosh, I don't know. Go see the bears. <laughs> Go see the bears. Yes, please, please, please keep Adam's going to see the bears. Adam's mental health do depends not, on it. Yes, do not let them go the way of oh. the california version if you're in the guardians um queue oh yeah 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 the octopus or squid from the vacation hoedown is in there so look That's in the so little cool. look in the i little still haven't been on areas. i still haven't been on guardians of the galaxy really i Shows will be gonna nope. get you a disneyland i will be honest I know. I am not as much of a fan as I am of Tower of Terror. The only version of it that I truly enjoy was the Monsters After Dark Halloween yes. version. Yes, oh, it's so good. So we need to take we need to take you during the Halloween months, so that way we can ride the regular yes. version during the day, and then after three o'clock, do Monsters After Dark, and you can yep. say, "Wow, this is way better." Anyways, yeah. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, well, actually, it will happen because D twenty three Expo is in september so that's the time frame that's true of halloween that's true monsters after dark haunted mansion holiday let's do this <laughs> let's do it i'm ready okay well i guess does that does that cover the bears i guess that covers the bears everyone thank you so 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 much for listening to another episode of the carousel project especially this crazy little one um <laughs> i'm so I, curious what actually is going to end up in this episode i know <laughs> i cannot tell you how much it means to us again this is just our little fun side project and it means the world to us that we have people who actually listen to it we're really, really close to 500 followers on Instagram, which is huge, again, for our little fun side project. 500 oh, wow. followers is huge. Like, that means the absolute world to me and to us. And if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at Carousel Project Podcast. And as usual, keep leaving us those reviews on Apple Podcasts, guys. We love seeing what you guys think of the show. Yep. And it means the world every time we read one of your new reviews. So if this episode spoke to you, please feel free to leave us a review. Not just the star rating. If you just leave a little comment, too, that helps Apple to know we exist and put us in front of the right people. Yes. And as always, please feel free to share this podcast, this episode, our personal Instagrams, whatever you want with your friends yeah. who would enjoy us. I mean, we're obviously funny and amazing. <laughs> and as I said in my first episode ever speaking on the podcast in the river country episode i'm taking friend applications at epcot adam on instagram but only if you like country bear jamboree if you don't like just unfollow me keep that to yourself it's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like country Perfectly bear jamboree times, keep always. that to yourself it's embarrassing on that note <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love Bye. you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Take care. Take care. Thought you had five minutes. Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> Thanks for bearing with us till the bear ends. Yeah, clap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One sure thing the bear band's got is real low.